Welcome back to Riot Underground. You found the place where instigators are changing the world with disruptive technology. I'm Sarah Glova, and in this episode, we're back with Amber Cobb talking startups from a testing and regulatory perspective. Amber pulls back the curtain on product testing and certification, sharing her experience and also offering advice to innovators. Let's jump in. Thinking back to the beginning, if you can put yourself in that space of, you know, those first few months on the job, what are mm-hmm. some things that you learned pretty quickly that were maybe misconceptions about testing or maybe things that people in the testing or regulatory world take for granted that most of us just don't know? Um, that's a really interesting question. I think that uh, what what was most astonishing to me was how how involved it was from the concept of, I have this idea to putting my product on the market. There's so much involved that you don't even know. As a consumer, you don't see what's going on. And being in that industry, in this regulatory industry where you're seeing these products, um, it's just an amazing journey that these companies go through. And sometimes, like, they're huge conglomerates, multinationals. They have organizations and offices all over the place. And yet they're still on the same journey as a mom and dad who invented a product that are just trying to get it out to the public. It's, That's interesting. So yeah. testing is kind of an equalizer. It is. It is definitely an equalizer. Um, except from the money standpoint, obviously. <laughs> That's uh-huh. true. I can see maybe a startup. It's almost like a we've got this one shot. We're going to try to take it. Absolutely. Whereas with a larger company, if they don't pass the first time, they can come back, come it, back, come back. Yeah, it's not going to break them. But mm-hmm. the process by which we do it, it's... It's everything. It's for everyone. It, it doesn't discriminate. And there are a lot of startups in this industry. So yes. we're talking a little bit about how certification is a great equalizer because mm-hmm. all the companies that are going to go through it, they have to go through the same standards. Yep. But these startups, they might not have as much to invest in this part of the process. Mm-hmm. They've probably invested a lot of just getting their prototype off the ground. Yeah. We work a lot with startups. Do you have any advice for um, what they can be thinking about to better prepare as yeah, they get into absolutely. the market? Yeah. Don't be afraid to reach out as a startup who has maybe no capital to spend, but don't be afraid to reach out to a third party like my laboratory, for example. We want to partner with the companies that we work with. We don't want to just provide testing services and reports. So these guys that are involved in this organization, um, they come to me and ask questions, and I'm happy to answer them. I'm happy to provide them with the information that I can up front to help it make make it easier. That's what we're here for. We want to be trusted advisors to to these startups. So again, just don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Um, and at what point in the process? I think I've heard you in speeches yeah. before say it's never too early. It is, is that true? never too early. It's a hundred percent true. If you have just this idea. Um, you have this magic idea that you want to bring to the world to make us a better place, come talk to me. Tell me what you're trying to do. Tell me the technology you're using. And let's work through it. Let's create a roadmap to figure out how to get you where you need to be to be able to sell your product and start making money. Um, That's the best way to move forward is once you understand what you have to meet from a regulatory legal requirement, you can then structure your design around it mm-hmm. which in the end is only going to help you and save you money so yeah it's never too early to come to a so then thinking about you know when these startups come and have these initial conversations with mm-hmm. you do you ever have advice for them that is literally um stop designing stop stop <laughs> making stuff this this exists or yes. you know what why don't you save some time use this yeah absolutely so there are a lot of companies out there um in the IOT world who are making these wireless modules for all the different technologies that we use 
don't redesign the wheel. Go out and source an already pre-approved FCC Industry Canada pre-approved module and use that in your product. It will save you so much time. It will save you so much money. Mm. They're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, my only advice is is that if you are choosing to use a pre-approved module, make sure you go into the FCC database, open that grant, and just verify that it is a pre-approved module and that you're using it within the confines of the grant. But, I think I've heard you talk about this before yeah. because there's this marketing <laughs> statement that is like, you know, designed for certification yes, or designed yeah. designed to meet the standard. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's marketing <laughs> language, is it? It is. It's marketing language. You cannot design to meet something. You cannot design in accordance with. You're either certified or you're not. So look for those modules that are – And when we Absolutely. I keep saying the word module. Um, I want to be careful here. What we're talking about are pieces of hardware that can be put into devices that are pre-approved. Absolutely. So – for example, the battery portion, the mm-hmm. power portion. You can buy things that are pre-approved and use that in the product that you're designing. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, in the IoT world, buy a Bluetooth radio that's already pre-approved. Put that in your product. Buy a wireless module. Buy mm-hmm. that. Put that in your product. And I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it just in case. Does that mean that I don't have to go through certification if I use pre-approved modules? <laughs> if only that were the case, right? Um, no, it does not mean you don't have to go through certification. It just means that your certification won't be as expensive and won't inqu- and include so much testing. That's great. And I, I don't want to make it sound like this is just for startups either. I mean, mm-hmm. the pre-approved modules sound like an easy off-the-shelf way to be building these products, but absolutely, it's not just startups, not just entrepreneurs that are using these. Yeah, no, they're big, big companies that you would... I can't say their names, but you know, these big companies are buying these pre-approved modules and putting them into their devices because they recognize that there's a point at which designing a module becomes cost-effective. Mm. Absolutely. And there's a study, there's an algorithm out there that can tell you what it is, but I want to say that once you get to 1,500 units per year, it becomes cost-effective to design your own. But if you're not making 1,500 units a year, buy a pre-approved module. You mentioned um, how you've been involved with the Riot Accelerator Program, the RAPS yeah. uh, cohort, so you've had a chance, or I should say we've had a chance to work with you in concert with what we're trying to do with our Accelerator Program. Yep. It's going really well. We've got, uh, right now in Riot Labs, there are seven startups that we're working with, and they've had a chance to work with you. So what is, what is that experience yeah. been like? I just talked to one of the new cohorts uh, yesterday, and it was uh, an interesting conversation. But yeah, I mean, it's been great. So we came in last year and did a presentation on just basic understanding of regulatory requirements. And from there, I would say, I don't know, five or six of the companies have reached out and used our knowledge to help with their designing of this product and getting off their feet. And we've been able to give them advice. We've been able to point them in the right direction. And we're seeing where it's going. We're we're seeing where these products are taking off. And it's just phenomenal to be a part of something like that Mm -hmm. to know that eventually when these products get launched or maybe these companies get bought by someone 100 times bigger that you had a little part in helping them achieve their dream it's great that's a i think a perfect summary of our mission with the accelerator program right it's really dedicated to growing the community through startups Mm -hmm. and having a small part in these amazing entrepreneurs and their success Thanks for tuning in to Riot Underground, the place where you hear from instigators who are changing the world with disruptive technology. Our next episode is the last in our three-part series with Amber Cobb. She'll talk about how she got into a career in testing and regulation 
and we'll even share some advice for others looking to join in a career in tech. Plus, we'll talk about some of the things she's seen during her career. Don't miss it. Riot Underground is created and produced at Riot Studios with music created by Scott Jackson. Riot produces events, conferences, and educational courses around the world and runs an early stage startup accelerator in Raleigh, North Carolina. Our nonprofit also operates a wireless test and certification facility under the Wireless Research Center brand. Learn how to engage by visiting us at ncriot.org.